Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it may be that you're joining us. Welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were all that and a bag of chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. I hate orphans. <laughs> On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about Nacho Libre. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things of yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, we'll play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. I hate all the orphans in the whole world. <laughs> I hate Dib. <laughs> I don't believe in the Lord. I only believe in science. Science. <laughs> all right, we are back. Um, like I mentioned, we are going to talk about Nacho Libre. We're going to try to get through this without just saying quotes back and forth. Um, but before we get right. into Sam, tell us how you grew up this week. Um, I had quite the week, actually. Um, my mom and her fiance drove down from Wisconsin and they just left. Yes. Or no, today? They left today. Yeah. Uh, they were, they got here Friday and then they were here um, through Tuesday. Um, and we had a lot of fun. We, we really just hung out. Um, it's kind of funny just this was the first visit seeing both boys and basically it was we hung out while the kids were awake and then the kids well Sawyer went to sleep Franklin doesn't have a bedtime yet um and then and then we were all done like they went back to their hotel we went to bed basically and then we just saw each other the next morning like nice. it, there was no there was no adult hanging out oh no <laughs> yeah but it was really fun. It was fun to see my mom and um, Steve is her fiance. Uh, it was fun to see them playing with Sawyer. Sawyer had an absolute blast. Literally sure every morning he woke up and was like, Steve, grandma, <laughs> Steve, grandma. That's but awesome. yeah, we went to Monster Jam, the monster truck show. Oh yeah, how was that? Oh, it was so cool. <laughs> and Sawyer is still talking. We went on sunday and sawyer still goes big truck <laughs> and then just looks at me like he is obsessed oh that's awesome yeah yeah that's so cool um henry will still he i think he kind of does it on purpose though he'll say people's names after we come visit for like weeks just because uh -huh. my sister will facetime us uh -huh. if like so i think he just uses it to be able to use the phone <laughs> Nani. They, they have to call my mom who's called Nani by the two-year-old and then yep yep Poppy and they call my dad I used to be Unka Ethi but last time I was Unki Etha he switched it so I don't know what he says exactly interesting to call well Sawyer, Sawyer decided to switch up uh, one of his uncles today we are Rob oh yeah uh, yeah we call we call him Big Bobby yeah and uh Sawyer called him Baba for a long time. Oh, nice. Time. And then he called us today, and Sawyer was like, bye, Rob. Oh. 
<laughs> he's too mature to call him Baba anymore, I guess. Yeah, now he's just Rob. Uh-huh. Nice. Um, well, I grew up this week um, by number one, I cut my own hair. This brave, well, I- I'm going to say that's brave of you. I cut my own hair, but I just, I-, I-, I cut my own hair once. Jenny just shapes it for me. Yeah. It's not, we don't get very adventurous. I was going to do that if I messed it up. So I just did, <laughs> I did the sides. Um, uh-huh. My parents helped me get the back. Okay. At their house, but it actually looks substantially better. <laughs> Most I always hate the way that my hair looks mm-hmm. because here's my my theory: the top only looks like shit because you're comparing it to like the sides of my head, which still have hair. So if there's nothing there, you have nothing to compare it to. So it's just like that's just how his hair looks. That's just how it is. Even I floated that theory out there. It's all a lie. Come on. You can't tell me this doesn't look better than it did before. I didn't say that. Okay, that's all I'm that's all I'm trying to hang on to here. <laughs> better than it did before. And I'm gonna hold out for until I'm 30 to shave it all the way bald. Ooh, oh, I don't know about that, Ethan. That's another year. And like two. Is that two? A year and like three months. I know. Oh. I turn so it's ten. What another we We're almost in June. Um, yeah, a year and like three months. I think I'm going to hold out. <laughs> Good luck. We'll see. Um, I also watched, uh, I, I watched um, Master of None, the third season. It's actually not the third season. It's like a, a side story kind of. You ever seen Master of None? Um, only clips of it. Oh, Samuel. The first two seasons are some of the best television ever put together. I'm busy, Ethan. Actually, I you watched enough pretty, time to watch probably, Nacho Libre. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a pretty lame movie the other night. I watched um, The Dark and the Wicked, or The Dark and Wicked. It was supposed to be really scary. It was pretty disappointing. Um, it was one of those. So I'm I'm really big into horror movies, mm-hmm. and it was one of those movies that doesn't rely on jump scares as much as it relies on just making you uneasy and uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like for those, I like if I'm not if I'm doing anything besides watching the movie, it just right. takes me out of that. So I think that might have been why. But there was a lot of very disgusting scenes, and it shows you like you see like four or five people commit suicide like very graphically. Oh geez. So it kind of took away from itself. I don't know. I had high expectations because of my. Um, horror movie Facebook group that I'm in. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, it was a little disappointing. Um, anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. Um, so yeah, I watched uh, the third season. It came out on Sunday of Master of None. It's really not the third season. So like the first two seasons kind of fall. It's by Aziz Ansari. He like directed mm-hmm. and accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first two seasons are about him and it's like a fictionalized version of his life. So it's like his dating life and it also will have like little um, I don't even know how to describe it. They have like episodes that are very unique and they're filmed very like specifically. Like one episode is in black and white. Um, another episode, like 10 minutes of it takes place from the perspective of a deaf person. So there's no sound at all for like the first mm-hmm. minute of the episode and it's very good. Okay. But it's really, really cool. And it's just a very mm-hmm. great show. Um, and I love it. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. But this third season, Sam, is 
awful. Oh, really? Some of the it's so he's not really it. he's only in the show for like five minutes this season. It's like a uh-huh. story of one of the other characters that's in his show. And I I get that this this season is just not a show that's directed at me. Like it's about um uh I can't think of the actress's name, but anyway, she's in a, a lesbian marriage, married to another woman, and they're like going through like um like infertility issues and like deciding whether or not they want to raise a child together and doing like the sort of stuff like stuff that I just don't relate to nearly as much as I do yeah. watching Aziz Ansari try to go through dating in your mid to late twenties like. That connects with me a lot more than this season did. Right. And the season's just so boring. And it's not funny at all. Like, mm. the first two seasons are, like, kind of a com- They're, like, a comedy, essentially. But they're, like, mm. like a drama kind of comedy. But this one's just not, not funny at all. It is quite the opposite. It starts out pretty serious and melodramatic and just continues to get worse and worse and worse as you go. Oh, no- that sucks. Yeah, which like some people really like it and it's filmed and shot really well. Like he does this cool thing where for most of the scene, he just uses a static camera that doesn't move. And so like, Mm -hmm. it'll just be like a vision of the room and like people will kind of move around, but the camera doesn't move at all. Right. Which is different than how most shows are normally filmed. And it looks really cool. But then like by the fourth episode, you're just like, my God, this is so boring. And so- Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, Not ideal. I'm only bringing this up because it has to do with um, our podcast and nostalgia and whatnot. Hmm. Have you seen that they're doing a live action Powerpuff Girls? Have we discussed this? No, we have not. Did you see the leak of the script that came out? Oh today? my God, it is terrible. I thought it was a joke. I read like 20 different tweets, kept thinking, I was like, there's no way this is the actual script from the pilot. This seems like someone from like, if you have no idea about same-sex relationships, mm-hmm. about teenagers, about teenage girls specifically, about yeah. the original show, if you don't know anything about anything that has to do with this show, and someone said, write me a story, th- this is it. It is garbage. It is hot garbage. And the worst sin of all is that there was no Mojo Jojo in this. It was a guy. It was a guy named like Lionel Jojo. Uh, Son named Mojo, but he was like dead. So like Mojo Jojo was not going to be in this show, which is a travesty, along with the fact that that script was horrible. One of the lines from one of the sisters was like, Bubbles, you need to wake up or we're going to leak your nudes. She was like, what? And she's like, it's worked on you before, LOL. And I was like, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently... In this film or show, I don't even know which one. I think it's a show. There's anti-Powerpuff Girl protesters. Oh, what? Um, I'm trying to find. The, make a live so, action show, just make a live action version. You don't have to do all this. And it's the Steve. About, they ruin everything. Yes. Have you watched like uh, Supergirl or any of those shows in the last couple? Nope. nope. There, I see clips of them pop up on Twitter from time to time. They're atrocious, man. They're just so bad. It's crazy, which sucks because The Flash was awesome for a couple seasons. In Green Arrow, they start off really good uh-huh. and they just like won't let them go. They just keep right. getting them into the ground until they're dead. Here, Ethan, here's... So apparently JoJo have, has a pet monkey the son of 
Oh. Who? Is that what it is? Yeah. Of Mojo has a oh, son no. named Jojo, and Jojo has a, a pet monkey at some oh, point. Oh my god. And I think Gina is the secretary to the mayor. So it says, yeah, with all due respect, Mr. Mayor, Townsville is a candy-colored bubble bubble of privilege and comfort. Ever since the creature attack stopped, we're one of America's safest cities. I don't think people are voting from a place of fear. And then Jojo says, what about my pet monkey? That was meaningful in the last election. And then Gina says, post-Harambi, no one cares anymore. <laughs> That's like a 12-year-old reference. Why is that in a show? <laughs> yes. And do you see it started getting taken down for copyright? Yeah, because it was real. Oh. That proved it was real, which they should have just left it up and said they just should have been like, JK, that was fake. Like now that and they there's like a bunch of things that they wrote that. Like there's Someone multiple references to the girls having sex, which like, like walk in on one of the girls in bed with another girl. Yeah. Like some other girl that they had met in a previous episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's what a lot of the tweets were like. They're like, it's Powerpuff Girls, but they. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I saw a bunch of tweets like that. That's exactly bleep, what I saw. We can bleep that like, out. I don't, I don't know. I could do, a, I could talk a long time because I read that and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. We ain't got, we ain't got time for that. Well, time. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. All right, but anyway, I heard you have a music mystery for me today. Yes. All right, let's get it. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, so for this week's music mystery, um, Steve, while he was here, he said that, um, he said something about how we do all the like hip-hop and pop, which he's right. We That is mostly what we do. True. Um, I pulled Flyleaf out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, which he, he <laughs> crapped on that one, too. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I changed it up a little bit this week. Okay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, hint number one. This band originally formed in 1991 in Los Angeles, California. Nirvana. Incorrect. I think you've actually done Nirvana before. Yeah. Aren't they from Seattle or? Oh, yeah. I think they are actually. Uh, Aberdeen, I believe. Oh. Like the same place that uh, Dana Bryan is from. Yep. 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 All right. Hint number two. This band disbanded after creative differences, and most of them went on to form the band Audio Slave. Um, I know I know of Audio Slave, but I like couldn't tell you a single song to read. Same, same. Audio Slave. Every week, my dad texts me and he's like, "I got your music mystery in two hints." <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> sure. And I feel like I should know it. Um, I'm gonna say Three Doors Down. Incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. They're always a band that I think of doing. <laughs> I think we've guessed three doors down like every week almost. And they, right, right. <laughs> um, hint number three. This band was ranked 33rd on VH1's Greatest Artists of Hard Rock. 33rd? Yep. Hard Rock. 
Creed. Incorrect. <laughs> no, I have no clues. <laughs> no, I will sneak Creed in here one day. I'm going to do Creed at some point. <laughs> uh, hint number four. Lead singer Zach De La Rocha's upbringing in Irvine, California, sparked his passion for activism, and that influence is also felt in the band's notably political lyrics. Zach De La Rocha, you said? Yep. I know I know his name. His full name is like Zacchaeus Manuel or Manuel. They love chili peppers? Incorrect. That's not a, I, I like that guess. I like that. I think they're also from Southern California. Uh, hint number five. These are some of the, some lyrics. Okay. Mm, okay. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn oh. crosses. Oh, Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that song actually. I love Rage Against the Machine actually. That's a good one. Yeah, I recognize yeah, their guitar so player. If you would have said his name. They, um, Zach De La Rocha left Rage Against the Machine. And then ev literally everyone except for him formed this new band with um, Chris Cornell. Yeah, the lead oh. singer of Soundgarden. No, no shit. Yeah, that was Audio Slave. Oh my God, my dad is going to kill me. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> he was just posting about Chris Cornell like three days ago. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that, yeah. Tom Morello? Is it the guitar player, Tom Morello? Yeah. See, always has like the kind of robotic sounding guitar. It's like, wow, 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 wow. Yep. yep. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, good job. Anyway, Ethan. thank you. Good job, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to call me tomorrow. I'm like, Ethan, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what my dad sounds like at all. I don't know why that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but all right. Um, so let's get into it, man. What's your history with Nacho Libre? And why did we want to cover this for the last topic of season two? My God, what history don't I have with this movie? <laughs> I love this movie to death. I couldn't tell you why necessarily. It is it's one of my favorite movies of all time. For, I, I don't know, no. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, for me, I remember when this movie came out, um, actually, I remember the trailer for it fairly well because it looked mm -hmm. really funny because it had the line where he's like, I need to borrow some sweats. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I know that was in the trailer and I know the part where he's like, Nacho. I know that's from the trailer too. Uh -huh. And it turns out those are like the two funniest lines from the movie and they just <laughs> put them in the trailer. <laughs> Which happened a lot, but I remember the trailer pretty distinctly. Um, I know I liked, uh, I was excited about this movie when it came out because it had Lucha Libre. And as a. This was like. Fans. This was a good movie. Like, obviously, I watched wrestling in the 90s, but I was yeah. young. So then, like, my wrestling fandom probably peaked in like 2003 or four. So I was yeah. still into wrestling quite a bit at this point. So yeah. then, like, a comedy movie where there is wrestling in it i was like okay yeah when did we say this movie came out wasn't it 2005 uh 2006 okay june 16th so this movie is almost 15 years old and like better do an anniversary release <laughs> 
I don't think they're going to. Uh, but yeah, so I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, when I watched it the first time when I was younger, mm-hmm. I don't, it's not a movie I've seen. I don't think I've seen it in probably in 14 years or so. I think oh, there was, li- there wasn't a single thing I didn't remember watching. It. I was <laughs> laughing before things even happened. I bet. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't remember much from this movie. So it was a, an interesting surprise. <laughs> Let's go back and watch it. Touch him. Um, <laughs> He's a boss sweat. sweats. sweats. <laughs> um, I really don't have very many cool facts. So do you just want to knock out coverage all at once this week? Oh, honestly, I completely forgot about cool facts. So we can just go into it. I looked. There's just really, there's like two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so we'll take our break here, and then when we come back, we will get into our coverage of Nacho. All right, so I will start off with the summary to kick off coverage here. Ignacio, or Nacho to his friends, works as a cook in the Mexican monastery where he grew up. The monastery is home to a host of orphans whom Nacho cares for deeply, but there's not much money to feed them properly. Nacho decides to raise money for the children by moonlighting as a lucha libre wrestler with his partner, Escaleto. But since the church forbids lucha, Nacho must disguise his identity. (laughs) Um, So the first thing we should mention is that this is actually based on a true story. Really? Yes, this is based on a real guy. I think, who, I think at one point I did know that. Yeah, um, his name was Fray Tormenta, was his ring name. His actual hmm. name was Sergio Benitez. He is a Mexican priest who supported an orphanage for 23 years as a lucha libre wrestler. That's awesome. Yeah, um, he wrestled for a long, for like 25 years too, like a long time hmm. um, from, he was born in, 1945 so i want to say he wrestled like in the 60s or 70s uh up until like 2011 was his last match (laughs) that's badass uh yeah i mean he was just making minimal appearances from that point but yeah a 23 year in like full-time in-ring career that supported his that's so cool his uh, orphanage that he worked in yeah which is awesome and is an awesome story and they should make a movie about it. I don't know if it should be this movie. <laughs> Cause it's like, he's like a, like a folk hero in Mexico, like in Mexico. Right. And then they took this movie and a hundred percent whitewashed the character into Jack Black. Right. And then made this movie, which I admit was fairly good. Like, it's enjoyable, but it just seems... Random. No, it's very random, and I would be curious what the actual Frey Tormenta thinks about this movie. Right? Because there's no way he watched this and was like, yeah, that's a great representation. (laughs) (laughs) Summon your eagle powers. (laughs) Yeah, um, but he actually, the real guy, he was like a drug addict, an alcoholic, and then he kind of like got saved by the church, and then he became a priest, and then became a wrestler later. The first movie about his life was made in 1991. Oh, wow. So he's, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, can we first talk about how this 
roll is 100% just whitewashed and turned into. Oh, death. big time. Big time. <laughs> Um, oh, also that um, Frey Tormenta, he still works at this orphanage, like to this day. Wow. Yep. And he even um, does his priest work with his mask on still. Oh, that's even more badass. Right? Like, this is an excellent story to base yeah. it off. Yeah. And I, and I honestly we... wish they would make a more realistic version of it. I know. So I think that'd be awesome. This is the movie we got. So Sam, what yep. did you think of um, of Nacho Libre going back and watching this movie again? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and the stuff that, like the stuff that I quote that is that I just die laughing at, if I just said it to you out of context, like, it's not funny. It's like the, the delivery of some of these lines and just like the awkwardness of the characters is what makes me laugh. Like when um, the, I don't even know what his name is, the priest that's an a-hole to Nacho. Oh, yeah. Um, he's like, we have um, someone joining us. She hails from the Oaxaca Parish Convent of the Immaculate Heart Sisters, Ladies, Mountains of Guadalupe. <laughs> and like, I just laughed because it never stopped. So like, yeah, it's just um, so dumb. I can't. It is dumb. <laughs> I can't come up here and tell you that this. Like I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about this because I still died laughing. And like his mustache, he's got a mustache <laughs> that's just literally just the end of his lips, on the sides. The little curls right here. Um, the 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 lady who plays Sister Encarnacion, we can do an Ethan's Thurston for Kirsten Hour because she is attractive. <laughs> I figured I figured you would. Ooh, she's gorgeous. I looked her up and I have not seen anything else that she is in. Uh, oh, I looked her up too. And, and um when I looked at just pictures of her, I don't like it doesn't look it didn't look like her. I think for a long time I thought that it was Selma Hayek. Oh, yeah, I could see that. It looks like but I don't know. I don't. I've never seen this lady in anything else. I don't know if I would even recognize her. Oh, she may have been in Star Wars though. She was in Narcos. I've never seen Narcos. Uh, she's in The Purge Forever. I don't know. Okay, I don't know why. I saw a picture of her on like a. A set or something with Star Wars. She was not in Star Wars. So I don't know. Huh. Why, I don't know why she was at this thing, but um, I think she's in like a. She's been on like a TV show for a long time. Okay. Um, one of them's called Power, and one of them. Oh yeah, Lyeth. I don't know either of those shows, but anyway. Um, so she does a lot of acting stuff and stuff. I haven't seen her anything since this movie, but uh, yeah, she is uh, freaking gorgeous in this movie. Um, also, do you know anything about um, the guy who plays Steven? Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, they take this Mexican actor playing a character in Mexico and they name him Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's stupid. 
it is stupid. You can't take it too seriously or else you're not going to enjoy when Jack Black tries to sneak up on Escalato, but he gives himself away because he farts. Yeah, that was also dumb. Okay, can I tell you my biggest complaint about this movie? Yeah. Other than all of the weird whitewashing with Jack Black. This movie is not funny. Wrong. It has a couple funny moments, but most of the comedy is just very, like it just doesn't land with me very much. Like it's just awkward more than anything. I know, I agree, but like that's, I love that. I it's love like, awkward comedy. Maybe like it's similar. It's actually by this. It was created by the same guy who made Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, wow. I think it's a movie like that where like the first time you watch it and maybe if you watch it by yourself, you're just like, what is this? Like, it's so awkward. And these jokes, uh-huh. don't, the more times you watch it, because honestly, by the end of this movie, I was kind of of Nacho Libre. I was getting into it. I think like the first 30, 40 minutes, I was just like, this is not funny at all. This is just so weird. Oh, as soon as the, the I am, I am. As oh, soon as yeah. that hit, I was like, hell yeah, I love Nacho Libre. I looked that song up. I was curious if that was a real song. Oh, it is, isn't it? I don't think so. Is it just for the movie? I found they made it for the movie, yes. Oh, I mean, I had it on my yes. iPod back in the day. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know if it was real or not. Um, it is a funny, uh, funny song, but... Um, so I would not say that this movie was like particularly funny for me, like not one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, but it was, uh-huh. it was good. Like I enjoyed watching the film all the way through. Like it was enjoyable. I just can't say that it was particularly funny, which is why I was, this was a weird decision on how to tell this story specifically. Uh-huh. Oh, it is a very weird way to tell this story. Cause like, it's not. It's very, it's like a parody of the story. Yes, yeah. It's like a parody of this actual, like, really good story. I was trying to think of what, like, an American version of this would be. The best thing I could think of is, like, John Brown. You know who John Brown is? The guy who was from Kansas, and he killed slave owners, and he was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would be like if we had this comedy version of John Brown, where he just, like, went around and hilariously killed slave owners. And, like, like, he's... Like Django? yeah (laughs) Django like like it's just it seems offensive and odd Uh and like I just don't think like if you took any folk hero from any other thing and turned it into a weird joke with Jack Black starring in it it wouldn't go over well right but I enjoyed the movie I thought it was fun I definitely enjoyed all of the wrestling stuff I thought that was Mm -hmm. and I kind of (laughs) squee I'd do that I still do that. I know I've done that to Sawyer. <laughs> oh my god. I'm also um, pretty sure that Ramses is an actual... He is a real wrestler. I, yeah. I knew that. Silver King. Oh, and he also was part of the... was one of the Black Tiger characters. So, okay, our non-wrestling fan... And this is even a pre, pretty deep poll for wrestling fans. A lot of times they'll have different people play the same luchadors like someone will just take on the mask of tiger king or not fuck not tiger king um black tiger or silver king (laughs) that would be my luchador name i'd be tiger (laughs) um or oh or dr wagner there's been a bunch of doctors i believe Mm -hmm. and he teamed up with el tejano who i who i know from um uh shoot what, is, what was that lucha wrestling show that was on for a couple years lucha underground 
Lucha Underground. Yes. Oh my gosh. Best. One of the best wrestling shows of all time. That was oh, it was really good. Yeah. But anyway, um, so Ramses was played by an actual Lucha, Lib- uh, Lucha Libre wrestler. I didn't look to see if any of the other people were. I think they were. Um, El Snowflake, the black guy. Yeah. He's he's a real he's an indie wrestler. Yeah, the human tornado. Yeah. Also El Negro, also El Snowflake. <laughs> His character is that of a 1970s black exploitation street pimp, according to his Wikipedia page. Interesting. That's a deep cut for a wrestling character. That is a very deep cut for a wrestling character. Um, oh, <clears throat> Masquerade Dorado is one of the midget wrestlers in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, That's I crazy. I knew it. Uh, what are they called? The Devil's uh, Cavemen. The Devil's Cavemen is there. <laughs> oh my game. god! That's awesome. Um. <clears throat> oh, and weirdly enough, Moises Arias is in this movie, but I don't think he says anything the entire movie. He's the kid from Hannah Montana. Where? Or he's like orphans. Which one is he? Face, he I don't think he ever says anything. I think he just oh. there. Um, or I'll see if I can pull up a picture. Only orphans I remember are Chancho and Juan Pablo because he wants a salad. Juan, I don't remember which one Juan Pablo is. Yeah, okay, here he is next to Sancho. Or is it Sancho or Poncho? Chancho. 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 He's a boss yeah. of sweats. Oh yeah, that's Juan Pablo. That is Juan Pablo. Okay. Oh yeah, I guess he does have a line because he does ask about a salad. Can we just have like a salad? <laughs> Be grateful, yeah. Juan Pablo. And then Nacho eats the food and sneezes it and wipes it all over. <laughs> oh yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so let's get into some actual plot points of this movie. Um, so Jack Black plays uh, Nacho Libre. Or what's this character's name in this movie? Ignacio. Ignacio, yes. Um, and so he works at this orphanage um, as a, he's like their cook, basically. Yep. But they have like no food at all. Like they eat beans for every meal. Yeah. Um, which leads and to- chips. Yeah. With chips, if they can get chips, yeah. Old chips. But yeah. Yeah, because he goes into town um, and like gets chip, like leftover chips from this restaurant or something. And they throw this bag of chips out the door and it says- like, <laughs> Chips for orphans on it. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, one of the lines that you you said last week is like, I've had diarrhea since the Easters. <laughs> Do you not realize I had diarrhea since Easters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one of the down the, the negatives of only eating beans for every single meal. <laughs> I'd say. Um, we did not tell him there was a Lord's chips. <laughs> so uh, Stephen, who is this? I guess he's like a homeless person. Yeah, I yeah. Really know what his deal is, but he comes and steals the chips from Jack Black at one point in the movie. Um, so then, kind of Ignacio uh, decides that he needs to make money, and he also wants to impress um, the new sister in Ignacio. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does that also. Yeah, Jack Black does sing a couple times in the movie. In, a, in yeah. the most Jack Black way you can imagine. He completely loses his Spanish accent 
Yeah, he just turns into Jack Black for one. He goes full Jack Black for his song that he wrote in the wilderness. Oh yeah, and he also sings to Ramses in that one scene. I am a singing at <laughs> the party. <laughs> oh man. Um, so so Ignacio and Steven uh, create this tag team where they wrestle as luchadors. Um, and they so in this movie, there is no like um, like wrestling is not portrayed as a show or decide or anything. It's real. It's just fight fight. Yeah. Um, and so they lose like every single match, but they find out that they get paid even if they lose. Yep. So they uh, you know what they become, Sam? They become jabronis. <laughs> they are the yes, textbook they, definition yes, of jabronis. <laughs> Their job to go out and get beat up by the stars to make them look better. For aren't everybody, you, for anyone who's heard me call someone a jabroni, anyone who's ever heard me call someone a jabroni, that is textbook word for word what a jabroni is right there. Jack Black Escalito from Nacho Libre. I love after their first match when <laughs> when Jack Black is pooping. And then he's talking to Escalato about the match and he comes out and he's like hanging on the door and he's like, Steven, you remember when they were cheering my name in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> and Steven's just like, yes. And then they knocked you unconscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they make this tag team and they wrestle quite a few matches and then they there's this like big battle royale basically where the winner... Uh-huh gets to face Ramses for a chance to become like a full-time wrestler or something. Yeah, to go professional. Or go pro, yeah, that's what it is. And Jack Black gets second in the the battle royale. Um, and then him and Steven have like their big falling out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steven, what does he do? He runs over. He the- sees the like executioner guy out getting groceries and he runs his foot over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so he can't wrestle Ramses. Yeah, yeah, and so then uh, Ignacio gets to wrestle Ramses in the at the end of the movie for a chance to go pro. But we get um, my actually my favorite part of this movie when Stephen and Ignacio are having their falling out, and he's like, "I hate Orphid. <laughs> I hate all of the, <laughs> I hate all of the orphans in the world." I can't even do the accent. I don't know why I'm trying, but. Uh, One so- of the things I love is the evolution of Stephen's hair throughout the movie. Where it's like in dreads, mm. and then by the end he's getting pedicures, and it's all like fluffed up. I don't even think I noticed. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. It's like permed. Yeah. Um, and then actually the last wrestling, uh, the last match with Ramses is actually like pretty good. Oh yeah, like, I love his wise. His dive out of the ring where he goes like thirty feet. It hits Ramsey's. <laughs> yeah, I I think he goes about forty five feet. Like it's so for a long time. Yes, and then it's so corny. The it's roll up awesome. he does is actually like a very good, like a really uh, different roll up. He like right arm between his legs and then kind of like uh-huh. legs around his chest and then does that roll forward thing. I was yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um. <laughs> Just like Jack Black looks. Like in terms of okay, you can like see abs when he's running, and sometimes when he's competing, like he looks like a bigger like I wouldn't say he's not ripped by any means, but like no, he's, no, he's like kind of fit almost. Mm-hmm. 
Like he looks good in this movie. Yeah, he does. Which is crazy because <laughs> at no other point in his career does he look anywhere near this fit. Christian School of Rock came out like the same year and he looks yeah. thing like that. No, no. Um got in shape. I guess favorite, School of Rock was 2003. One of my favorite lines from the movie is when Steven offers him the corn and he's mad because Steven showed up late on his date with Encarnacion. And he goes, get that corn out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of corn in the face, this part, the part where those two tag team wrestlers slash their tires after the party and then Escalato oh, yeah. <laughs> whips the corn at him and it goes yeah. into his eye socket. Yeah, like I never reference it again. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was watching. I watched the um, wrestling with regret. Do you ever watch that YouTube channel? Oh yeah, yeah. I watched his coverage of this movie. Oh, I've never watched that. Oh, it's pretty. I haven't watched wrestling with regret in a long time. But I like. I like him a lot. Now it's popping up on my my page. My oh YouTube. yeah. And so I'm about to go down that rabbit hole again. But um, he mentions that like he's kind of just doing a casual review of the movie, and then it goes to that scene, and then it moves on. He's like. Wait, wait, wait. Go. go, go. <laughs> I didn't realize just, for a long time that the corn straight up went into his eye socket. Yeah, he literally just impales this dude's eye with a corn cob and then oh. they reference it again. It just cuts away and moves on. What What the hell is that called? What, I can't think of the corn on the, the name. Cob. No, it's not corn on the cob. Corn stock? No. I don't know what we're looking for here, brother. Corn cob. No. Elote. What? That's what it's called. An elote. elote. Yeah. I've never heard that word once in my life. It's Mexican street corn. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he plucked a dude's eyeball out with it. So. Yep. Yep. It's very. It's probably wanted for murder at somewhere. Right, and then it just immediately cuts away from it. Yeah, it's like. They put that in there and they're like, we, they, this is absurd, but we can't cut it out. So just cut away as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then in the end, um, so he beats Ramses in the end um, and makes a bunch of money. And then he actually does follow through on his promise and buys the orphans a van to take them to see. Uh, on field trips. Field trips, yeah. 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 So he buys a van for the, or- uh, for the orphanage to take them places, which mm-hmm. is sweet. And if this movie wasn't so dumb throughout the rest of it, you it would be like a very cool, sweet ending. But after the whole movie, you're just like, I mean, it it ended in a in a good way, I suppose. Just a weird journey to get here. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a fine a, a fine good movie to watch. It's not how I would have told this story, but it works. Yeah. The other problem is I don't know if anybody other than Jack Black could have made like this script work. Oh no. Like I was trying no. to think like if you were to put an actual Hispanic person or a person from Mexico in this role, like I don't think anybody really could have delivered it like Jack Black. Well, his his like the stuff he does, it just works for this. Jack Black is a weird guy. And this is a weird movie. 
It is a very strange movie. But. At one point during the training montage, he wipes manure on Steven's face and just has him run into the wild. For no reason. Right. <laughs> he also tries to run from a bull and just gets like destroyed by the bull. So there's like no there's no context to their training. They don't learn anything. No, he throws a a beehive at Steven while he's picking flowers. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh my god. It's so dumb. But all right. You got anything else you wanted to mention about this movie? No. Like we've been all over the place talking about stuff but this movie is so all over the place that it's it definitely is i feel like we did a pretty good job of covering everything yeah and if i mean we got we should have like the general point of it it's kind of how the movie goes yeah um i do like he says i think he's talking to chancho and he's like i am the gatekeeper of my destiny and i will have my day of glory in the hot sun and Chancho just stares at him. That might be my new favorite motivational quote. I like Chancho. He's oh, kid. I do too. Good kid. I like when um, the kids run into Ramses and they're like, he's the best. And Chancho's like, no, he's not. And then he looks at <laughs> Nacho and is like, I got you. He's <laughs> pretty good. I also do like when they're um, taking the mask off of. Oh, and he stands in front of the TV. And he stands in front of the TV and blocks it so nobody yep. else can see it. So that they don't see Nacho. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good part. I enjoyed Chancho. He was good. Uh, all right. You ready to give this bad boy a grade? Yep. All right. Sam, is Nacho Libre all that in a bag of chips? Um, this is the most biased Homer opinion I will <laughs> give in this whole episode, this whole uh, podcast. It is all that in a bag of chips. I love this movie. I don't know why I love awkward humor. I am awkward myself oftentimes. Uh, I this movie just makes me laugh so much. But it's it like I am well aware that it's stupid. I'm well aware that only well what was it? I had the reviews pulled up. Oh, it was like 40% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, 52% on Metacritic, and 5.8 out of 10. So it's right, it's just middle of the road. It's yeah. not even as bad as some stuff we've gone over. That's true. Um, but I love this movie. I will love this movie forever. <laughs> it is all that in a bag of chips. Um Lord I chips. <laughs> all that in a bag of orphan chips <laughs> um, i was kind of torn on how to grade this movie um i can i can safely say that it was all that in a bag of chips um i will fight you yeah i know it's uh <laughs> it's definitely not the best or the funniest thing we've covered and uh-huh. i think if you let someone else write the script and do this movie differently it would be a better movie i think it could be uh-huh. a, a good movie but what we got was fine and it was pretty i mean it was good. It was fine. It was good. I have, yeah. I, I, like, if someone was like, oh, I should watch Nacho Libre, I'd be like, yeah, you should watch it for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I would say one of like the three quotes that I remember from the movie. But... Oh, yeah. No mean girls or any, or, or, so oh, no, 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 no. Classic like that. But yeah, it was, it was fine. And it's a good story. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, so that was our coverage of. Nacho Libre. Um, so yeah, this episode is going to be really short. Um, 
but I actually have somewhere to be and Sam's got something to do tonight. So we are going to keep this one short. Um, and then next week it will be the season two finale of all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. How excited are you? One year anniversary. Yes. But anyway, so next week we are going to rank all of our, are we just doing season two? I think so. I think so. I think we should as well. I think it'd be a lot of, plus I barely remember even talking about like smart house. So I don't know how I would compare that to anything. So, Um, but anyway, so we'll be ranking all of our season two topics next week. Um, we'll talk about some memories. I'll try not to cry this time. I don't think I will. <laughs> I'm not nearly as emotional about this, about the end of season two as I was for the end of season one. You know, it's our second trip around. Yep. Yep. A little older, a little more responsible now. Get out of here. A little yeah, more right. mature, mature, but, uh, but yeah, so come back next week. I'm actually going to put a post up on our social media. It's, um, I'm going to ask our listeners, how did they, they grow up this year? Oh, we get some responses. Hopefully we can get a couple. We'll, we'll read those on air. I think that'd be a cool segment. So. Okay, cool. Um, but all right. You got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Samuel, take them away. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafu, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo. Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman Baby Bottle Pop, Shrek and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon. Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise, Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice, Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Millen, Naka Show, reading Rainbow Barney and collecting every pog, all toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage, the Cowardly Dog, <laughs> <laughs>